Hey, what's up, guys? This is Marcos Reyes. I'm a father, husband, entrepreneur, a really true nerd. Uh, I've been developing apps and websites for over 20 years. I've been into health and fitness for 10 plus years. I survived a life-threatening sickness due to my fitness, and hence I combine my programming and my fitness into an app, and that's called Dita. I'm the founder of that. And if you want to learn about what it takes to truly be successful and truly happy today, not tomorrow, not the day after tomorrow, but today, then you need to be listening to the People's Coach podcast by my good friend, Angelo Lilock. You don't have to wait for the next card, the next paycheck, the next relationship. No, no, no. You get the golden how to do that and find success and happiness today. thinking that's ah, too late for change you're already established and life is good but it's definitely not great welcome to the people's coach your guide to living with more purpose and fulfillment this is how life optimization should be brought to you by our host angelo lilac Hey, what's going on, everybody? Before we get the show started, make sure you follow me at angelolilock.com. That's A-N-G-E-L-O-L-I-L-O-C.com. And if you sign up for a newsletter, you'll get our weekly updates straight to your mailbox. Any prizes, giveaways, coaching calls that I'm giving out to you guys will be all on there. So you can follow my personal brand, and I would love to interact with you guys more. I appreciate you guys. I'm looking forward to talking to you soon. Let's get to the show. Hey, what's going on, everybody? So today's guest for the People's Coach Podcast is a good friend of mine. He's a father. He's a husband. He's an entrepreneur. He is the co-founder of Vita, this AI-driven app where they learn your tendencies and they recommend recipes based on the foods that you like. It's actually really, really cool. Um, But today's episode with my boy Marcos Reyes starts off a little bit differently because by the time we actually hit record, we were already on some really deep stuff. So when we press play and you're listening or you're watching this interview with Marcos, we're literally just right off the bat. We go right into it. So you don't hear too much of his background because he get right into the meat and potatoes. To be told, we didn't even get to go too much into all the tech stuff that he's doing because we just had this philosophy uh, and these deep conversations about success, life, marriage, death, accomplishments. It's so crazy. We talk about all the dark sides on all these different aspects of life. Something that I have never heard anyone talk about on a podcast before. And Marcos shares a lot of really insightful, deep and powerful stories from his life. So let's get right into it. You're going to hear it right where we press record. And trust me, enjoy the ride. I'll see you guys later. Thanks. Challenges and all these accounts uh, that we've you know, follow online and things and podcasts, you know, sometimes I'm like, man, should I just stop listening and stop reading and stop consuming podcasts and stop doing all this for three, four, five, six months and just do whatever I have in my head in the morning, whatever I have in my head when I go to sleep 
and just do. It, it, you know, it, it's it's a battle. I mean, to, to me, that has been the most difficult battle to to go through, and, and it's a daily struggle because you know I feel like my vision has grown in, in a lot of the different things I want to do, and at the same time, it's like I, I'm I'm not there yet to execute them. Dude, I go through that all the time. And I think it's one of the, and I, honestly, bro, I'm, I don't know how we're going to, how I'm going to make this into a podcast. You were just spitting fire that I'm just like, I'm hitting record and whatever we capture, we're going to capture because you were just, this conversation was so freaking good. I wish I started to hit, to hit record sooner, but with what you're saying with these goals and, you know, making sure I fulfill one before I move on to the other. I think that like in my, in my mind, that's the proper way to operate. If I can't succeed in a, why would I try to do B and C? But I feel like when I started expanding my thinking, like maybe that's where God wants me to go. Maybe I, I filled a just enough to get me to B where B was really my A and I was chasing my set, my, my secondary was my primary. Bro, that, that's, so that's another facet of the struggle. So I, I always tell myself this thing where you can't connect dots looking forward. You know, you can't predict what the goal of life is for whatever you're currently facing, whatever life lesson you're going through. You don't know what the purpose is until you cross it. You look back at the challenge and you're like, all right, I learned this and that. Mm -hmm. So, you know, a lot of times, like we go through challenges and things like, you know, bro, we lost a lot of money that we had saved up to do a campaign. And at the time I'm like, you know, why? And you know, like what's up with these challenges? We got out of that situation. We kept moving forward. And then looking back, I'm like, if we would have done this the way I thought it was going to go down, then we would have not been here today. I would not have the team that I have now because the team that I have is because I went to look out for them because we didn't make that goal, you know, financially. So, and you know, a lot of things are looking back, connecting the dots, looking back. So a lot of times... You know, I'm scared of like, all right, am I giving up? Am I backing out or am I moving forward? And I'm going to be able to look back and say, okay, that was a smart decision to go from, you know, goal A to goal B because goal A really got me to learn what I needed to do for goal B. Yes. And, and that's the thing. It, you have to live with the decisions that you make and you have to know that at whatever path you take, the dots will connect whether it's where you yes. want it to, you know, go or not, they will connect and you would at least know, well, they connected this way. Maybe the lesson to learn was not to quit or maybe the lesson to learn was I should have looked at it from this other point of view or something like that. Dude, because I, I believe like, and I, I know you and I talked about this before, where especially in personal development, right? Someone who's new to personal development and they get into it like, oh, I feel so good, right? I'm inspired. I am motivated. But at one point, there's a ceiling to that. Just like what you were saying, am I reading too many 
books? Am I listening to many podcasts? Am I do like you've gotten to a point where you've taken information, applied it, taken information, applied it. And it's like, okay, it's working. It's working. Is that it? Is that enough? And you hit this cap. And if you, if you're watching, you're listening to this right now, maybe you haven't hit it yet. You will trust me. You freaking will. And you're going to get to a point where you're like, is this enough? Is this it? And here's the thing. I think that's the transition to faith. I think that's when we transition into someone, something greater than ourselves, greater than our own understanding. Because when we're trying to connect the dots on our own, we're only human, right? So we're prone to screwing this stuff up because we, you know, our own selfish, right? Our own goals and selfish (laughs) desires and plans. And we're trying to be like, okay, I got this, you know, blah, blah. But when I believe like when we're aligned with God and, and, you know, some people may not be as into their faith as I am or some other guests I've had on the show. And that's totally okay. But I believe like when you're aligned with where God wants you to be, when things don't make sense, I believe that's where you should be. Yes. I I think like some of the greatest wins in my life have been when I've attacked something where I was like, I have no business attacking that. I don't know how the hell I'm going to go into this battle, go into this war, go into this industry with like a toothpick and a toothbrush. We're like, what the heck am I going to win with this war? But I, I get it done. Yeah, and it's like, whoa. Yeah. Man. How, how you feel about that? How, how you feel about that? Bro, that that you said about going to war, that's one thing that I, I always tell people, which is the biggest benefit to listening to podcasts and all these things, even though you will get to a point where you feel like you, you're saturated. Yes. What I do believe that when the moment comes that you're talking about, when you go to war and you're like, crap, I don't really think I'm prepared for this. I know a hundred percent that all the months that you have been doing of listening, of, you know, absorbing information, it sticks little by little to your subconscious. And if you didn't have all this information that you absorbed, you could have gone into this battle and be like, no, I'm getting out. But because your subconscious is spitting things out from Angelo, from Jesse Hitzler, from Grant Cardone, from, you know, from all these people. Hey, don't quit. Don't give up. When shit gets hard, that's when it gets good. That's in your subconscious. Mm -hmm. So then even if you're unprepared for battle, those little extra bits of saturation is what's going to get you through. Whether you want to admit it or not, whether you want to see your influence or not, our mind is really powerful and that's the reason why i always tell people look you don't have to feel like a crazy enlightened person reading a book or listening to a podcast but you're giving your subconscious brain so much power to get you through crap that you don't even know you're gonna go through and Mm. to get you through wars that you're not prepared to go through oh my okay i got two things brother i mean first off i'm so glad we're doing this today even though we started this kind of like off the cuff and we may or may not get into what we were going to talk about on the podcast, but this is so good, man. This is like one of the the conversation that I've always wanted to record between you and I and just share it with the world. And we're here to finally do it. So two things, one, I am just so freaking honored and I'm over here like giggly and shit. When you just mentioned my name with Grant Cardone and Jesse Itzler, you know, cause I'm like, that is badass, bro. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That's well received on my end. And I, I highly appreciate that. Um, 
I was like, oh shit, I got a little ooh, yeah, dingly. Yeah, they give credit what credit is due. I appreciate that, bro. Thank you, man. Um, secondly, I think that what you said was right on the money with when you're taking in all, all this information, you may not think it's working, but when you get into that situation, like when you get in the heat, in the battle of things, your instincts are going to come in. And when you're scrapping and clawing and trying to grab for whatever information can be useful at the moment, what do you think you just have in your back pocket? Like I, like my, my example earlier, I have a toothpick and a toothbrush in my hand. This is what I think I have, but behind me, I have a freaking samurai sword, a machete, a bazooka, a freaking (laughs) cannon. So realistically I can like, this is going to sound really egotistical, but I truly feel and God, I hope that you don't make this happen anymore, but I truly feel that whatever happens in my life, I can get through because yeah. I've gone through it. And I feel like God has equipped me with the tools and weapons necessary to win these battles. Man, that, that's, I think you, you freaking concise it all in that one sentence. I mean, that's how it is. You know, you you are equipped with more than you think you have. I think that's the that's the underlying you know mm-hmm. thought, and and it's real, man. I mean, it, you know, the one thing you learn from all the people that we can consider successful, whatever success means to everyone, because you know, success is very subjective. Right. Uh, at the end of the day, success is going to equal to the amount of personal challenges that you thought couldn't conquer and they were conquered. Whether that's in personal life, financial life, dreams, entrepreneurship, it doesn't matter. That's at the end of the day, that's what success means. If you have somebody, are you successful? If for them, the first thing that comes to mind is money and they didn't have it and they have it, they're gonna say yes. If somebody was unhappy in relationships and now they're happy with a spouse or with a partner or whatever, they're going to say, yes, I'm successful. If somebody's uh, unhappiness or unsuccess was to not have kids and now they have kids, they're going to say, I'm successful. It's whatever challenges are of most value to you and how you cross them. So yeah, having all these things in the in your back pocket to cross them is going to help you. And ultimately, it's going to make you feel successful, whatever that means for you. Damn. <laughs> so good that dude and i I think that's where people get caught up the most is like your definition of success is going to be different than my definition of success but as a whole we look at success as do you have the money do you have the cars do you have the wife and kids and the picket and the white picket fence or the the home on the beach right if you don't check these four or five ten things off your list then you are not successful but you and I both know, like I've seen this with the clients I've worked with, whether they're a you know professional athlete or like a freaking seven, eight, nine figure entrepreneur. They don't feel like they're successful. They may have hit that monetary goal. They may have achieved these great riches in life, but deep inside they were still empty. Yeah. And to them, they understood like, man, I was chasing what I thought was success what the world taught me was supposed to be successful what the world taught me was supposed to bring me happiness and when they chased that they got it and it led to nothing yeah man 
it's, it's such a real thing. Um, you know, I, I, more in that success uh, topic, I, I think about this a lot, man. I mean, almost every day I, I came with this thought of like success, when you truly reach success, to me is when no amount of external elements can amplify who you are. And what that means is I am who I am today. If you bring me money, but I'm already successful, that's not going to amplify or diminish anything about me. If you bring me this or that, it's not going to amplify nor diminish me. Success is a state that you reach wherever you're at. It has nothing to do with anything external. It's 100% internal. And bro, once people realize that, it, it becomes really a really peaceful life. Uh, you know, I, I always think of this thing where, where like you really don't know if you're going to be here today or tomorrow. That doesn't mean you're going to live crazy, but it does mean that I'm going to be the successful me today. And what's a successful me? I don't care from the outside. I'm going to try to build things. But nothing that's not inside here can neither amplify me or diminish me. Done. And here, here's, here's one thing that I, I have to say to piggyback off, off what you're saying right now is you've got experiences for yourself. Listening to Marcos and I talk right now, you might be like, oh, that sounds really great. But I, does, I don't get it. I think you have to reach a certain level to get that. Now, maybe it means reaching a certain monetary goal before you understand that money isn't everything. Maybe it means getting to getting into that relationship before you realize that finding happiness in someone else isn't the key to happiness at all. Maybe you need to reach a certain point of your life before you can be like, oh, I get it. Because it's one thing to chase these things. And maybe you're, you know, I'm kind of thinking of like different people in different points of their life. Maybe we have someone who's listening or watching right now and they're new to entrepreneurship and their whole goal is I want to make money because I want to, you know, give my kids, you know, give my wife, give my husband something, you know, to be proud of so that they can leave their nine to five. If that's, if money is your goal right now, go for it, get it, make as much as you can. Because at one point, you're going to realize when you get there, hopefully sooner rather than later, right? When you get there, you're going to realize, damn, there's more to life than this. Yeah. And bro, you know what? And that's the thing. You got to face your truths and not be scared of what your goal is. You know, when people ask me like, hey, uh, you know, do you want to be rich? Yes, I want to be rich. I want to be a trillionaire, not a billionaire. I want to be a trillionaire. Why? Yes, because I want to. I want to do this and I want to do that. You know, the the whole point is like, you don't have to shield behind anything. And if, you know, whoever is listening or or watching this, if if they're just like you're saying, if, you know, they're just getting started and and moving into these things, you got to really own what you want. And it's not bad to want things. I always, you know, I, I always refrain from like, let's say my kids don't want to eat something. I try to not use the thing of, oh, there's people that don't have. I understand that. But you have to understand that everybody has their own internal world. And as long as you respect the external one, 
you have to own what you want, what you don't want. And like you're saying, you're going to, if you want a relationship and that's at the top of your list, go get it. If you want the money, go get it. But the success part is going to come when you say, I want this and I'm going to get it and I'm going to chase it. Whether people like to hear it or not, I don't care. That's, I think that's, that's the key. You know, whatever goal you have, chase it. Just don't give a damn about anyone that's not inside of you. And you're the only one that's inside of your head. So, oh man, that's right on the money. And that's, it's like levels, right? We talk about this all the time. There's levels to this stuff. That first level, you got to quench that thirst of like, I need money because I got to pay the bills. Hell yeah. You better be chasing that like, <laughs> like none other. And I, I get it. I've been there multiple times in my life. Like I've, I've shared it. We grew up with no money. And then all of a sudden I was making a ton of money. And then I lost that. Then I started making money again. And then I lost that. And it's like, damn it. <laughs> like it's, just, yeah. it's a cycle that is like over and over and over. But I always knew when I went back to the bottom, I'm like, okay, I never went back to the all the way bottom. Yeah. You start averaging out. You start av- exactly. You start averaging out, and instead of going to zero, maybe you'll come down to like maybe or two or three, and then next time you come down, it might be like a seven or eight. Because you're always as long as long I should say as you're always learning, because yeah. it's, it's what is it? It's, it's it's insanity, right? To to do the same thing over and over and expect different results. Now, it was insanity for me to make money, lose money, make money, lose money, make money, lose money, but. I also knew there was a lesson each and every time I made, each and every time I lost. And that's what I applied. That's what I'm, con- I'm continuing to apply. So just like what Marcos is saying, chase these goals that you need to live your everyday life, but also have, have a little room. Have a little room to grow and understand and give yourself the grace to know like, hey, when I get there, it's not going to stop. Yeah. Is, is it a, isn't success addicting as hell? It is. It is. And, man, you know, a lot of times, uh, you know, some people tell me, like, oh, man, I love it when people tell me, like, oh, you're so impositive, you know, like, it's so easy. And, you know, I take it both ways, and I'm like, the whole thing is that it becomes addicting, you know, it, it really does become addicting when you start seeing uh, different facets of you, different levels. Uh, you know, when I first started encountering the whole thought of, you know, being angry or being happy, it's 100% your decision. I'm like, mm. but then I really started, you know, reading more and more about that and practicing and practicing. And when you, you know, when you realize that, you know, it sounds corny sometimes from outside, like, hey, physically smile and you'll feel better and if somebody's pissed off they're gonna be like bro shut the hell up yeah yeah but it's real you know and then once you start discovering the, these little tricks you become addicted to them because you no longer see that you're kind of like this boat going in, in, in the current but you actually have an engine behind you and you can dictate the direction so man it, what you're saying is it is addicting and it, the more you learn, the more you start to shape these thoughts in your head and, and you shape different ways on how to apply them in your own life. So it's 100% addicting. And somebody says, hey, man, you're addicted to growth books? Yeah. Cool. I love that. I love to hear that, you know? Yeah. 
Oh man. So let me ask you this. What, what was the biggest challenge for you as you went in, as you grew as a man, as a father, as an entrepreneur, because again, this podcast, the way we're recording this right now, very unorthodox. We just kind of <laughs> like jump into fire. Like, and I love it. I really, really do because it's so much great information. It's just like right off the cuff. It's pure. It's real. It's raw. But let me ask you, Give us a little bit of insight on how you develop this mindset for success. So a lot of it came and I can, I can find a few moments in my life where I feel like I had to make a decision and that decision showed me what I, who I really was or, or showed me the next level on this mm. success journey. Uh, one of the times... Uh, I'm an immigrant in this country. We, I came when I was really young, though, so I didn't even know about, like, immigration laws or none of these things. You know, I came, I went to school, I had a scholarship. I was getting paid to go to university. I had a full-blown uh, scholarship. The government and the university were paying me every semester so that I wouldn't work, so that I would just focus on school. And, yeah, man, it, it was pretty – it was nice. Um and, you know, that's what I thought my responsibility was. And that's all I did, you know, just go to school and then excel and, and work hard. And, you know, I'm thankful that my parents kind of gave me those, those values since very young. And, man, one day, randomly out of nowhere, immigration knocks at our door and we're going to be deported. Uh, my parents uh, at the time, even though I didn't have to work, I worked to kind of help out with the family and little things. So I used to be a manager at a McDonald's and I used to work the graveyard shift, like unloading the trucks or maybe like a four in the morning, I would want to open the store. So that morning when immigration got to our home, my mom called me crying. And then all I remember was her saying, hey, immigration's here. They're taking your brothers. They're taking us. Like we're being handcuffed. You know, and she's crying saying all this, and I'm at work, and I'm like, what are you talking about? But thankfully, at the time, the whole immigration situation, like, here was really rough, so I understood at that point, everything clicked, like, crap, you know, we're going to get deported. So, dude, at that time, it was one of those, you know, situations where throughout time, I had already been reading a lot of books about, you know, define the odds, and success really comes when you feel like you're defeated, but you, you know, perform this miraculous moment and, and this thing's just the perfect storm aligns for you. So when I knew that immigration was coming, I ran, dude. I physically jumped out the window of the restaurant and I ran on foot. And, you know, half of me, I was just scared. I didn't know what to do. I had never really faced anything like that. You know, I was a really good kid, man. I, I, I didn't, you know. So, and the other half, I was just like, this is not fair. Like, whatever is going on, it's not fair. Like, I'm a good person. I'm doing good. I'm helping this country. I have, you know, a full scholarship. Like, this can't be right. And at that very moment, you know, all I kept thinking was all these success stories, 
all these stories that I will hear about, you know, teams in the NBA winning the games in the last 0.2 seconds or in, in any other sport and just people that kept defying the odds. And, you know, now that we're talking here, this is one of those looking back moments and connecting the dots. I don't think I would have, I would have had that mentality if I didn't go through all these books, if I didn't listen to all these stories. But at that point, that was my strongest thought. You know, I'm going to defy the odds. And we were able to. I mean, our case came up in the news. Uh, people were rallying, wow. man, in, in universities. And they were saying to stop the deportation, that it wasn't fair. Um, I was in, my brother was actually the president of the college, uh, of the student uh, body at the university as well. So it was a, a lot of things that combined and we had the perfect storm. But I would have not been able to look at that if I didn't have all those thoughts in my head. So to me, that was one of those life-changing situations where I said, man, just because I believed that we could turn this game around in the last minute, and, and I have to give a huge shout-out to my, to my dad. He always, man, not, a, not during a single second did he ever lose hope that we were going to be one of those cases that people would talk about for years that we defied the odds and we did man we got a special pardon from from different uh governors and senators writing a special letters just for us for our case to not be deported and that has been i think the strongest moment in my life where i said you know what all of this was due to mindset I could have easily just said, we're done, deport me, let's go back, you know, let's give all this up, but I didn't. And I didn't because I had ammunition in me. I had all these stories. I had all these things that I knew that even in the worst of cases, man, like things can always turn around. So to me, that was, that was the point where I went from child success, you know, to becoming a man and understanding that success is that moment that you get to make a decision based on all you've been, you know, absorbing. Holy shit, bro. <laughs> of all this time I've known you, I did not know that about you. Yeah. Man. Man, that's intense. So how old were you when this was happening? Like when you were working at McDonald's, how old were you? Um, I was 20 years old. Yeah. 20 years old. Yeah. And how long was this process of, you know, kind of processing the whole uh, deportation stuff? Oh, man. So that was another lesson of life. Um, during the time that, you know, when I ran... Uh, I, I didn't know what my legal status was. I didn't know if, if I could like get thrown in jail by regular police or immigration. I, you know, I was really innocent and, and yeah. ignorant in regards to this whole immigration policy. So for about 14 days, uh, I would hop, you know, from house to house, staying over people's houses that I knew and kind of living like, you know, in the living room. And then, you know, try to brush my teeth, like with my finger and 
just trying to make ends meet, man, for like 14 days until all this process finally cleared. And uh, there was an organization that was actually kind of helping us leading the case. And when they finally reached back out to us and they said, hey, like, man, I'll never forget this. I, I didn't feel like crying out. They told us, like, hey, you can come out. You know, and like, you don't realize how how intense the situation was until, you know, somebody's calling me, telling me like, hey, you can come out again. Like, you don't have to hide. Man, that was just really, really life-changing. And, you know, I'm thankful for that because I got to stay in houses of a lot of people, man, that they were just so humble and they were offering me the only bread they had in their house, the only coffee they had in their house, you know, mm -hmm. just because they're like, oh, we know you're, you're lying, so you must like coffee. And man, these people were getting like uh, free food from churches and that's all they had, but they were still sharing it with us. And man, it, it was, it was, around 14 days of, of that process that I believe it, it changed me in a way that nothing else will ever, you know, change me. And it was just so profoundly humbling, man. It, it was, uh, now that I look back at it, I, once again, connecting the dots, it was the best stage of my life because it mm -hmm. grounded me to such level that I, I believe I cannot be ungrounded from there. Man, I mean, what a beautiful story. What a powerful story. And I appreciate you just sharing that with me, with, you know, with the world, brother. That means a lot. And that, I know it's not easy to kind of go back and relive some of these emotions, but let me ask you, through the 14 days while this whole process was going down, were you angry at all? Or were you just kind of like, We'll figure yeah. it, it'll figure out, you know, we'll, it'll figure itself out. No, you know what? I was angry, man. I was extremely mm. angry. I, I recall that even, you know, sitting there, what happens in, in moments like this. And then a lot of times when people cross situations is that you have these moments where your own thoughts are drowning what you're thinking and you have this mm -hmm. internal battle. And I remember sitting there and then, you know, thinking, like, I came here, I have been an athlete, I have, you know, helped the school and in, in teams, I have, I even had done a research uh, project on artificial intelligence, when artificial intelligence wasn't a worldwide thing. And, you know, I felt like I was so ready to help the United States in changing the world. I was so ready to, to impacting the world. And then I felt like I was betrayed. I don't know by who, but I mm -hmm. felt like I was being betrayed and I was angry. I was angry because I felt like it was, an, it was not just, I felt like it was an injustice. And, you know, I always tell people like, it's not that you're always going to be magical and happy and whatever. You're going to face the same emotions. You're going to be angry at times. You're going to be mad. You're going to be remorseful. You're going to feel regret. But even though I was really mad, I always went back to, you know what? Like there's got to be a way out of this. There's got to be something 
for this to be happening. And then I even thought to myself, crap, maybe I am going to get deported back. And maybe I'm supposed to be, I don't know, the president in my country. Maybe I'm supposed to change shit back there with everything I learned here. You know, I didn't know, but my whole point is that through, through the whole phase of being extremely angry, it always ended with me reasoning with myself and saying like, shit, man, like there's gotta be a reason for this. As mad and pissed off as I am, like there's gotta be a way for this to make sense. And that's what kind of kept me grounded, you know, every day. Was, was there something that, was there like a mantra, something you repeated to yourself, a picture that you looked at, something that you found that inspiration and motivation in for those 14 days in this crazy process? I think something specific maybe didn't uh, come repeatedly, but, mm-hmm. but the phrase that I did, you know, repeat over and over every night was there's got to be a reason for this. Mm. Like there has got to be a reason for this. And Mm. I always, back then I I was a lot into sports. I used to play almost every day, whether it was soccer, volleyball, or baseball. And I would always think of like these magical moments in, in sports where, where games have been overturned in the last seconds And I always learned that, you know, the whole game happened so that that moment could happen. So the whole game was the reason for that, for that moment to even be a moment. So I kept repeating to myself, like, this whole shit has to be happening so that I can be that dude that shines in that one moment. So that's what I kept repeating to myself, that it has got to be because something is about to happen and like it's got to be me like i gotta be that that guy that's gonna shine i don't know how but like it's gotta be me it's almost like i was so mad that i kept telling myself that like no you know i'm mad but it's because i'm gonna be it like there's no way that this shit is gonna happen and i'm gonna go down no way so it it was almost like i entered in this positive denial because i was mad (laughs) Oh, that is beautiful, bro. Oh, man. So what do you think, you know, you're you're repeating to yourself, this this happened for a reason. There's there's something I'm going to take from this. There's some positive that's going to come from this. And knowing you for the past, you know, year, two years that I've known you, I didn't know this of your background. I only knew the fitness entrepreneur, the the app developer, the super smart guy that tells me, Angelo, do this with your website. Angelo, don't do that with your website. I'm like, okay, got it. (laughs) But what do you think is the biggest lesson you took away from that moment of 14 days, brushing your teeth with your finger? What's the biggest lesson that you took away from that, that you directly applied into entrepreneurship? Oh, life can change tomorrow. Mm. That's, that's the biggest lesson. Um, you know, there's a movie that's, that's, I don't really think it's a good movie, but there's one message in the movie is called The Taking of Pelham 123 with Denzel okay. Washington. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I don't think the movie is that great, but I think the message that they're trying to portray there, which is that you can wake up today 
and you could be happy, grateful. You can have whatever you have, life, health, fitness, financial freedom. It, it doesn't matter what it is. You don't know when life will take a turn. Whatever that means, whatever turn is coming, you don't know. So I, that's the biggest lesson that I learned. And, and I think that's what has allowed me to live each day happier and feeling that success and that fulfillment. That, look, sometimes we overthink so much stuff, man, so much in the future. And we have these goals for whatever. And when I get this, I'm going to be happy. And when I do that, it's great to have those things. It's great to have that, those dreams and that vision and, and voice it. But it's also really powerful to know that life can take a turn tomorrow and when that happens are you going to regret not telling the people that you love them today that you love them are you going to regret being mad at someone because they said something that didn't quite resonate with you on social media are you going to regret saying oh man i should have done this if you are then you're living the right way so you know i believe that as long as you have this this nice dreams in front of you but you still keep grounded and you understand that every single day is being given to you and you do not know what's going to happen tomorrow that's what's going to give you this ultimate freedom and and man angelo from from that day forward that really, really resonated with me. And as ironic as it is, later in my life, I faced a, which, you know, I have told you about that, a, a life-threatening sickness. And I was, again, at the same, you know, crossroads in my life where it's like, okay, you know, first I was going to be deported and that was, you know, the crossroads of my life at that point. And then later on, it became real. My thought of, hey, you never know what life is going to do tomorrow. Well, one of those days I landed at a hospital and I was, you know, facing death. And at that point, you know, I'm, I'm so thankful that I'm here today. But if I would have died that day, I would have been okay. I would have been happy because I had already learned the lesson, man, that I don't live my days hoping that when I get to tomorrow, I'm going to change. No, you don't know tomorrow. So when you get to five minutes from now, you should change because that's the time that you truly have. You don't have tomorrow. Man, that's so... That's freedom. That's freedom. Yeah. When you can, when you can, I don't want to say let go of life, but we can, when you value life for what it is, being this dynamic, this, this, it's finite, it's not going to last forever. When you can see it for what it is and the blessing that we have with each and every moment that we are given, that's when freedom begins. Yeah. Because you're not afraid of dying. I think a lot of people are afraid of dying that they never end up living. That's, you could have not said any better. 
That's that's true. And, and that's the case for, for so many people. I mean, whether a lot of people that made it, a lot of people don't. Uh, you know, it, it, it's not like I want to die. I don't want to leave this earth, you know, without giving my gift. I, I feel like I have so much to give. I, I feel like there, there's so many visions to help children, to help the world, to help the the world in itself with with global warming to help uh you know space travel i feel like i have so much to give and that's the reason why i don't want to go now am i afraid to go no am i living waiting for 30 days so i can be the better me no I'm going to be the better me right now. 30 seconds moving forward. I'm going to try, man, to change. And I'm going to try to be better. I'm not going to wait for tomorrow. You know, so I don't want to go. But if I go, man, I'm happy. I don't have to walk looking over my shoulder. I don't have to ever feel regrets. And, and man, if there's one thing that I, I hope people, you know, really take from today is that living, knowing that tomorrow is not promised and that you're doing your best within the next minute to be a little better, whatever that means for you, is the most amazing freedom and freeing feeling you can ever get. You know, I always use and I draw examples and life lessons from my time as a police officer. And in that career, especially in the city I was working in, we encountered a lot of violence a lot of death to the point where just like you're saying i wasn't afraid to die i'm not because one i know it's a part of life of course you know i don't want my wife to be sad my kids my family It, it it hurts me to think about them in pain but if we're just going to be straight up like i'm not afraid to go Of course, I want to stay just like you're saying as long as we can. But I also I also know that I I make the most of every day so that when that time comes where, you know, God calls me up. okay, I just got to go. But I think a lot of people are too afraid to live life that they're playing defense the whole time. They're too afraid to chase their goal. They're too afraid to start that business. They're too afraid to go on this weight loss journey. They're too afraid. They're too, they've been hurt in the past, so they don't want to try again. And it's like, they just play defense for the rest of their life where they never got to choose rather than they just let the world dictate the path they're going to take. Yeah. Yeah. And but, that, man, that, that's so big. Uh, knowing that, you know, of course, you're going to get, you know, hurt by different things as you go through mm-hmm. life. Of course, you're going to have fa- moments of failure, moments where right. you feel like, like, shit, this wasn't it. But man, still, the positive will always outweigh as long as you stay going the positive direction. Yes. You know, I always tell people, man, like, you know, my current marriage is the third marriage. Mm. I've been divorced twice. And both of those times, I got cheated on. And you know what really changed my whole aspect on that, for example? Hearing Andy Frisella once saying, hey, if you're a person that got cheated on twice, he literally said that, that sentence, maybe the problem is you. Ooh. And I was like, hmm. And that summed up to what you're saying, to not living scared because shit has happened in the past, but... 
On the contrary, look at what happened in the past and be like, okay, how can I make that different? And so I did that, man. I, I looked at those failures, at those points in my life that were extremely painful. And now I can say this, you know, my marriage right now, man, it's, it's just unbelievable. And it's mm. because I turned things around. I stopped looking at it from like the victim mentality to like, maybe it was 100% me. And, you know, this, this all ties in with when you play victim, you don't get a chance to move forward. You don't get a chance to say, hey, tomorrow is not given, so let me be better today. Because when you are a victim, you'll never think about what am I going to do? But you're always thinking about what's going to happen to me. And that's oh, what you God. need to break. That's man i've never heard that before that's really good when you play victim you don't get a chance wow it's like when you put when you're in that victim mentality when you're in that victim role you literally sever off any opportunity to move forward because it's the whole time it's i was attacked i was hurt i was this i was that but not once did you ever try to take responsibility which is what you did which I think, I, I think it's one of the hardest things to do. And let's just, I mean, first off, I appreciate you sharing that because a lot of men, especially, don't like to admit that, right? Yeah. They've, they've been in these relationships where they were cheated on, right? And it's like, it's so easy to point the finger because that's the first initial reaction. How many people have that high self-awareness like you have to be like, okay, that was wrong, but where did I go wrong? What, where did I play a role in any of this? Yeah. And, and if you're listening right now and you're like, no, 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 that's straight bullshit. You're the one that needs to hear this. You're yeah. the one that needs to be like, okay, let's just play the what if game right now. What if I did have something to play in my life? If, 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 what if I should say, I did have a role to play in my life right now. What if I did have some responsibility in the situation I had right now? What would that be? For all you skeptical people listening, watching right now, you're hearing it from the man himself who has gone through multiple phases in life where he never chose to be the victim, even though he could have blamed the government, even though he could have blamed his ex-wives, even though he could have blamed God, the world, circumstances, the universe, whatever, he chose to look within and be like, okay, where can I take control? I oh, love that, bro. Yeah, man. I, I, I always like to, to share and tell people like, this is not an, it's not an automatic thing. Uh, and it's no, not like you make a decision to be like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to be, you know, Mary Poppins today. And boom, <laughs> there you go. No. Uh, you know, as you move forward, things become easier the more you practice them. It's like everything, man. I always go back to sports. Uh, mm-hmm. You practice any sport for one hour a week, you're going to be okay. You practice any sport for two hours every day for two years, and you put those two people playing against each other. There's not a single scenario where the guy that put in the seven days of work is going to lose. So it's the same thing with 
with this success and happiness and, and going through life, man, um, it's not that it's going to be easy. It's not going to be cake. But man, guess what? The more you practice it and the more you tell yourself and you face your truths, the more that you're going to move forward. I mean, it's a repetition game. That's all it is. Bro, I love this so much. I can't wait to listen to this just for my own sake because I'm like, yes, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's so freaking good. We didn't even have time to talk about the stuff you're doing right now because I, I see we can't, we don't connect the dots looking forward. We connect the dots yeah. looking back. And what we did was we connected a shit ton of dots for you and I and everyone listening and watching. They're probably like, what the f- did I just listen to? You listen to some truth. <laughs> right there yeah man no no i i really enjoyed it man i i hope you know people get value out of it um i hope that you know as i say something sticks you to somebody's subconscious that's going to be the ultimate secret weapon that's one of these sentences man something you said something i said it's going to stick and at that one point in their life they're going to be like i got the answer to this at one point in your life, you're going to be like, I only got a toothpick and a toothbrush. But you'll be like, hell no, I got a samurai sword right here. Yeah. When I was listening to the People's Coach podcast with Marcos right there. <laughs> yeah, man, I, I really hope, you know, and, and I want to extend this, you know, opportunity to, to always tell people, man, reach out. Uh, you know, it, it never hurts, man. Reach out to Angelo, reach out to myself. Uh, you'll be surprised. Uh, what people have gone through, you know, I believe everybody has this crazy story. If you sit down for long enough, everybody's got a story, man. That's just because it's not you. It's crazy. So, and it's cool, man. When you talk to other people and you chat about it and you learn it always, I feel like it gives you more, more power. Mm. And that's, that's a secret to life. Like, I, I want to wrap it up soon because this is so freaking good and I want to respect your time. But that's one of the secrets to life is like, if you're not going through everything that, you know, you may not have been a police officer and got injured and went through depression and PTSD, or maybe you never had to face deport being deported or, you know, like being cheated on. Maybe you didn't experience all these things, but this is your opportunity to learn from people that did. Yeah. You don't have to wait and experience every little hardship in life to be able to say like, damn, I get that. Maybe you don't have the experience of like, yeah, I get it. But learn from these people, read books, listen to podcasts. Fuck what else? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, go to seminars, you know, get, take or some courses. Limited feed right? to that brain, man. You got to right. feed it. Uh, yeah, I was. I, I started blanking. I was like, "What the hell else do I do?" Everything. <laughs> but here's the thing. Here's the thing, right? You, you start. That's just the beginning. Is to take it in. You have to apply. Yeah. You have to apply these lessons and see what sticks with you. And don't just be like shut off. Like ah, I don't need that. I don't. I, blah blah blah. I don't need that. I don't need to. You know, listen anymore. Put it in the back of your mind. Do yourself a favor. Don't be an idiot and just disregard all this stuff. It may not apply to you now, but one day I guarantee you, you're going to be like, yeah, I heard that from somewhere. Yeah, you heard it on the People's Coach podcast. That's where you heard it from. Yeah, and that's yeah. what you need to remember. These, these, these concepts may not apply now, but they will one day. Yeah. And this is what this whole thing is about is hopefully we're equipping you with the tools 
and weapons to not fight the war with a toothbrush and toothpicks. So, <laughs> Marcos, I, man, I just appreciate you so much, brother. Like, again, we didn't even get to talk about the app that you're putting together, but that's okay. That, that's okay. That's going to be, you're, you're coming back for sure. You're coming back. That's <laughs> not even, I appreciate that. Without any hesitation, you're coming back. So really quick, for the people that don't know you yet, um, wh- how can they follow you and get in contact? So with you? you can find me through my company. It's The name is Vida, B-E-E-D-A-H. Uh, you can also find me on social media, on all social media platforms by searching It's Marcos J. Reyes. Uh, I've been doing software engineering for 20 plus years and health and wellness for about 10, 12 years. So, you know, I always tell people, whatever question you have for app development, tech stuff, health and wellness, I'm your guy. I'm your fit nerd. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, that's how you can find me. Awesome. Awesome, brother. And make sure you guys, if you haven't already, follow Connect with Marcos. Like, like he's saying, he re- he's my guy. <laughs> like, when it comes to app development, all this kind of stuff. I'm like, yo, Marcos, what's up, bro? And the, and, the, and the awesome thing is, man, we always have these these type of conversations where it's just so enlightening and thought-provoking that I'm like, I'm so just freaking excited that we were able just to capture a little bit of that today. So, brother, thank you for being on the show. I appreciate you. I can't wait to have you back on. Uh, and next time, we're going to have you and your wife, Mercedes, on so we can talk about entrepreneurship okay. and having balancing that with a life and marriage and kids i think that's something that is i'm really looking forward to uh having that conversation with you both soon man thank you again so so much i really appreciate the time angelo thanks man appreciate you brother thank you take care brother Hey, what's going on, everybody? I hope that you enjoyed the show. Make sure you follow me at angelolilock.com. That's A-N-G-E-L-O-L-I-L-O-C. You'll receive our weekly newsletters, any updates, any events, giveaways, all that kind of stuff every week straight to your inbox. All right, we want to make sure that it's easy and convenient for you. We'll see you guys next week. Thank you.